Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 94, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. Big Daddy George is back. <laughs> There's a slight pause there where you thought Tommy was going to say his name first. <laughs> you, you, you all thought. You all thought. It's been that long. And that's Tommy. Tommy, say your goddamn name. You know who I am. I'm Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> George, George was about to. George was wondering where he was in the pecking order. He's like, "Oh crap, do I go or does Tommy go?" <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I almost did it too because I'm so used to being second at this point. Yeah, I well, I have it on the dock, and so you know, George and Tommy say their names. So I was expecting George to say it, but I was also like, "Who's gonna? All right, who's playing the power move this time? Who's big dick swinging?" <laughs> Yo, so before we get into like craziness, like you mentioned in dicks, I gotta bring this up because it's just hilarious. Yeah. I, oh, I was shit. hanging out with Justin, friend of the uh-huh. show, great yes. guy, and a couple other friends. <clears throat> We we were responsible, everybody. Don't don't DM me about COVID. It's fine. We're good. <laughs> um, we were playing Jackbox. Yeah. And have you ever played the game on Jackbox where you have to uh invent something and then present it? No. Well, we had the uh the prompt of why is everyone staring at my genitalia? <laughs> okay. Because it was fill in the blank. Yeah. And the person filled in genitalia. Spoiler alert, that person was me. And they picked my prompt, which was great. Both <laughs> Justin and I, which is why I brought up like speaking of dick, uh-huh. designed <laughs> dead ass called Dick Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like both of our premise was instead of just staring at my dick, how about you look at the real dick in the room? Yourself. <laughs> it's great. Or we just stare uh, at each other's incessantly. <clears throat> Let me stare at your dick. I mean, we could not. <laughs> and here All we right. And now I, it got I weird. Already, I already regret this story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's stop with the housekeeping. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can check us out at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds and patreon.com slash dadsbeardsnerds. We can be- become a patron and support the podcast even more. There's tier rewards and all that smooth jazz. That's smooth jazz in case you were wondering what I was doing. All right. Tommy, what are you playing? I have been playing uh, Destiny 2, of course. Yes. And been grinding in Monster Hunter World still. Mm-hmm. But I also tried out the Outriders demo. Okay. And- Oh man, that game is fun, Anthony. I feel like it would be like right up your alley. Uh, I'm I'm looking into trying it. Uh, everybody's been talking about it. I know. I want to say it's supposed to come to Stadia. They're just not doing the demo on mm-hmm. it. But from everything I've seen, they say it's the best of Destiny and Division merged. It's into nothing one. like either of them. Oh, okay, never mind. So, then I was wrong. What if, <laughs> it's a third person? It's a third person shooter. Yeah. So take like gears or even in like the cover style of like division, but that's about it. Like, and then you add in kind of a like borderlands or Diablo ish, like 
looter shooter type of thing because okay. it's not at all a games of service like division or uh or destiny like once you beat it i'm sure there's going to be like some end game stuff but it's not like a living title type of a thing okay it's so much fun the abilities are super cool i started with a uh, pyromancer and obviously i burn bitches it's great yeah so the part that hooked me is the way health regen works and it's different for each class for the pyromancer you regenerate health by either you or your teammate killing someone that has been burned Hmm. it's so cool like there's a tank class that Mm -hmm. you regen health for killing people who are like in a close proximity to you that's kind of like the tank is kind of like a little doom kind of yeah because in it, Doom, you're going to get more health based off, um, mm-hmm. based like like George, you can attest to that, right? Because you, you love Doom. It, it, yeah, it depends on how you kill them. Um, you can kill them in a way that gives you health. You can kill them in a way that gives you ammunition. You can kill them in a way that gives you shields. Well, the game is um, built to reward you for taking those chances. Well, it's also a little bit strategic in a way. Okay. Got like if okay, like I, if I'm in the middle of a fight, and I find myself low on ammunition, then I'm going to chainsaw something to get ammunition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and Outriders is very similar to Diablo in the way of you know how you level up in Diablo and you pick your abilities that you want. Yeah. Uh, Outriders does the same thing at like level two or three or whatever. You unlock your first ability. Oh, then so there's like a skill a- tree. Um, not necessarily a skill tree, but it, it's, it's linear. Like as you level up, you unlock more abilities and then Makes you just sense. pick the three you want out of the class. It's really cool. Anyone that likes like a Diablo or a Borderlands style game, or even just third person shooters, try the demo out. It's free. And if you like the game and you get it, all of your progress from the demo carries over. Yeah, that's what I heard. That sounds interesting. <clears throat> it's super cool. Like, you you should try it, George. Definitely. I will say the prologue. You don't have any powers in it, like in the prologue itself, because story reasons you unlock them. And the prologue is a little slow, but it's still fun to play. Nice. Yeah, try it out, George. What you playing? <clears throat> oh my god. Guys, I have fallen into the hole that is Valheim or Valheim or ha- yeah. whatever, however the hell you say it. But holy shit, this game is fun. Like, I'm having a blast. Um, got some got some multiplayer action last night. Uh, helped out a buddy of mine who got thrashed by some trolls, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but helped him out, Wait, got him actual reestablished. Actual trolls or, or like real trolls? Uh Wait, I'm sorry. I trolls in the game. Uh, okay, okay. I was gonna say like people trolling him or or actual trolls. Well, the oh, trolls were the trolls were like body camping him, so like it, it was kind of shitty. Like you can recover your loot and stuff and your equipment after you die in the game. So death isn't like it's not as bad as like uh, something like Dead Cells per se, uh, but it's definitely not an enjoyable experience to die because you do lose some experience. You do level down. So you, death is like Minecraft death. Yeah, you you lose some skill points. Um, 
But for the most part, man, the survival elements of the game are pretty fantastic. The food system alone is incredibly interesting because you're allowed to eat up to three different things. Uh-huh. Um, every different food or recipe for foods um, has a different effect. Like sometimes it's a health regeneration or a poison resistance or something to that effect. So depending on what you eat and how you prepare it, it can really buff or uh, help you in certain situations of the game. But okay. so so far I'm having a blast. Um, I've made it to the Iron Age, building building big boy shit now. I got a big old ship. Oh, um, but yeah, if anybody wants to come play with me, fucking hit me up because this game is so much fun. I actually didn't get a chance to play today, and it's absolutely killing me. Um, <laughs> I, I've I've, I've sunk... you had to drag him away to come back to the podcast. No, like not not only that, but like I I put off like doing my yards this week, and I just I told myself it's Sunday, get your shit together, um, and I I mowed the yards, did you know worked at the garden, did everything I had to do for the week that I had been putting off playing value. But God, if like for twenty dollars, guys, I can't get over the fact that oh by the way, five man team that made the game, um, it's another one of those classic George games I find that is just extremely small development team, but fucking fantastic game. Um, I can't believe it. It's really good. And it's still in early access for $20. If you have not gotten into this, get into it. It just passed 4 million players on Steam. That's crazy. It's absolutely huge. The game is blown up. For $20, see, for $20, it's absolutely a steal. I see a lot of people playing it, especially on Discord. Like, I'll see their name and it says Valheim. Especially yeah. you. Like, like that's, that's I, I keep seeing it saying on yours, but a, a, a lot of, it's kind of like the Twitch community is finally getting their hands on it too. And when that happens, that's when a game generally blows up. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it really has. Um, like look at Among Us. Among Us was out for like, what, two, three years? Two years. Yeah. And then Twitch got a hold of it and it and just it blew up. Nominated for Game of the Year bullshit in a year it wasn't even. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even out. Yeah. <laughs> Toppy's old wounds have been opened. But yeah, it's- Valheim, um, just fucking awesome. There is new oxygen, not included. Uh, DLC add-on stuff that recently came out that I'm going to be diving back into because, of course, I've got like, you know, 1,700 hours into that game. Um, what's another 200? But, uh, <laughs> but eventually, yeah, but eventually I'll jump back into that. But right now I'm I'm just living my best biking life. I'm trying to find... George, I've put 40 hours in oxygen not included and I've gotten to a point where I'm just not smart enough to continue. <laughs> I'm gonna be 100 honest. Like I've I looked up uh like ways to get rid of the carbon dioxide and everything with, with basically making it to where it's a loop between uh like it's two machines. One filters the water and the other one does something else with the water. So basically, you put your pipes to it, you get water in there, and then you take the pipes away, and it's a self sufficient loop. Yeah. But like that's as far as I've gotten. I've tried to. I, I found a geyser on one of mine, and I tried to like research it, and I'm like, I s- still don't get it. It's like in uh, what Billy Madison, where the dude's trying to teach him Spanish, and he's like, they go the He's like slower, and he does it again, and he's just like slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're you're excited to hop back into that? Yeah, of course I am. I can't wait. But uh, for right now, Valium just has me by the balls. I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. I've beaten the first two bosses. Um, I have the location for the third. I have not. There's bosses in Valheim. 
Yeah. Yes. There's currently Correct. five. They plan to have nine. I thought it was just like Viking Minecraft. No, um, there's it's the the premise is that you're in the tenth realm, which is Valheim, and it's like basically your your test is to prove yourself to the gods before you're allowed into Valhalla. Oh, okay. So cool. to do that, you have to slay the, the the beasts that are in this realm. And currently, there's five, but they plan to have nine total bosses. <laughs> the first wave are totally going to be uh, in uh, in, what was it? Not not in Valheim, but are going to be in uh, Jotunheim? No, wherever. What's it called when they get to go to the the, the Viking heaven? Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla. They get to, the first wave of players get to go to Valhalla. The second wave is like, oh, we heard there was five and nine. The fuck is this bullshit? Weren't there five? Well, there were five, but now they've made it nine. Listen up. It was just really easy for people to get into Valhalla, and the gods had to make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, we had to up the ante. Annie <laughs> Odin was just like, you know what? Fuck this. <clears throat> but yeah, so far, so far, so good. It's a great game so far. Imagine, like, you die, and then, like, you believe in God, and then you go up there in the pearly gates, and they're like, yeah, we realized it was just really easy to get in heaven, you know, the whole repenting thing. So uh, we've made this dimension where you gotta go fight some fucking monsters. That <laughs> reminds me of the episode of South Park where people died and they all went to hell. They were like, what's wrong? I'm Christian. I worship God. And he's like, well, you picked the wrong one. Oh, I'm Jehovah's <laughs> Witness. Was that right, too? No. Which one was right? The Mormons. Yeah, I remember the Mormons. That. He's like, ironically, the Mormons. Mormons got it right. <laughs> the Mormons were right. All right. I'm going to save the, the main one for last, but obviously some Rocket League because I'm addicted to it, even though it, it, it hurts me and loves to just step on my heart. Even Assassin's you, Creed. Even Assassin's though you got all those, those, those trash players with you. Fuck, dude. It's so bad and plat. It's like you either get someone who knows what they're doing or you get someone who is complete trash. There is no in-between. No in between. <clears throat> so Assassin's Creed Odyssey has me by the balls as well. I am loving it. Uh, so I bought it on Stadia. Stadia is kind of, other than Rocket League, Stadia is where I've been gaming. And I got it on Stadia and it was the like game of the year edition or whatever. The, the most current edition of that game that, that was the cheapest. And it came with like uh, a bunch of gear inspired by Valhalla, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I was like, oh, man, I'm really overpowered. Like, I, I shouldn't play with this gear. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is like, cool story, bro. Check this out. <laughs> uh, so I, it, it, I'm i having fun. I mean, it's more Assassin's Creed, but I'm very much enjoying the game. I fast travel everywhere. I don't really I, – I take my boat only when it, I need to because mm -hmm. I think that the uh, having to travel by boat and getting those fights is just arduous and annoying. Uh, I really just like Origins. This one has some really great characters. The voice acting solid. Uh, I, I just the stories that they've done that I've played, which is the current ones from Origins on. Just I don't know. Something about those characters in that world just grabs me. You know. Yeah. Which uh, character did you pick to play as? I I, I picked uh, the guy. You fucked up. No, Cassandra right. is such a better character. Like, I don't know. I wanted to play him. Life. I I like that hair. He's my Greek. He he's my Greek man. And like, I'd oil that body up and let him slap my ass cheeks. You know, clap real good. <laughs> that beard, Jesus that Christ. hair. Like, I, I'll power bottom the shit out of that. 
That's what Alexios wants. Alexios, Daddy Alexios gets. Jesus Christ! I'm trying to. I'm trying to get that Oikos Greek yogurt all over my face. George, you miss coming back yet? Oh, it's been way too long. <laughs> and then, uh, so there's that. I. I, I haven't I'll, I'll touch oxygen not included here and there but like I, I honestly do feel like it's gotten to a point where I'm very lost I I think what my favorite quote from George that game is I literally had to look up nuclear physics or something like that when it, or no, I literally had to look up rocket science in order to figure out how to blast off from this rocket thing and I was like what he's like yes literal rocket science <laughs> that's wild so i i would like to say that that game is it's a little bit past my pay grade at this point you know <laughs> but it's still fun i do enjoy the game it is it there is a charm and a, a lot of fun in that game anthony's like i'm severely underqualified to be your leader but here i am yeah i oh you know i faked it till i made it and now we're all gonna die because <laughs> uh, i don't know how to make this fucker cooler and we're gonna burn we're gonna boil the death, boys and girls well, i got this ice machine and this fan and it ain't doing shit <laughs> that, that's hitting a little too close to modern american history right now yeah, yeah it's like just... that, that was my, my problem when i first started playing the game too i was just like god damn it everything is heating up and i can't stop it and I'm in like cycle, like almost cycle 100, maybe above that. And and I've gotten that far without really having to worry about it. But it's really where the blunt of the power is coming from. And it's heating up slowly but steadily everywhere else. And then uh, <laughs> we, we we picked up Persona 5 Strikers. The wife is playing that. I haven't touched it yet. But uh, DJ Chris V says that it, it's an amazing game. I just haven't, like I said, Stadia has kind of been controlling it. But let me tell you about the if physical you game. you touch that before Immortals, we're yeah. going to fight. Yeah, I probably will touch up for Immortals. Anyways, uh, let me tell you about the physical card game that has become my crack cocaine. I snorted up my nose till it bleeds, boys. I couldn't be more proud. So, Yu-Gi-Oh! has successfully infiltrated me, but let me tell you something. It's a gateway drug. It's my cocaine, and now I'm injecting that sweet, sweet Pokemon heroin right into the veins in my cock, if you know Dude, what I mean. I gotta so, say, like, I was I was hella, like, impressed today. I was just like, damn, he pulled a Dark Magician. I'm I got, so mad he got Dark Magician and Red Eyes. <laughs> I got I that. Need both of those. Dude, I send Tommy every like like all oh, the holographics or I used to call them holographics because of old Pokemon days. But uh, you know, like the I mean, rare you ones. just call it a hollow, that's fine. Yeah, I, I send him to Tommy every time and I'm like, how are these? Well, today we bought a bunch of Pokemon ones because at the GameStop, they have the big packs now that come with, uh, it's like my first starter, and it comes with three big Pokemon cards mm -hmm. of the three starters from um, my, my Sword and Shield. Mm -hmm. And then it comes with two booster packs. So we bought we bought one, we got home, and then my wife was like, hey, I kind of want more. And I said, well, go home and buy the rest of the box, because Walmart was like legitimately sold out. Like I, I met the dudes who buy all of them. And they seem to be cool dudes, but they're definitely in it to to like resell those cards. Yeah, those so, guys always turn turn around and sell that shit online. Here's the thing about Pokemon cards right now: if you want to get in collecting it and you see the cards, it doesn't fucking matter what pack it is. Just fucking buy it. Yeah, because Pokemon cards are booming right now. Yeah, they're they're booming like, just as good as GameStop was. They're the GameStop of Pokemon cards at the moment. <laughs> no, I mean like it's it's bigger. Like I'm like impossible it's like, to it, find. It's like Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, Tommy is my Yu-Gi-Oh senpai, 
And DJ Chris is my Pokemon senpai because I was sending him pictures of some of the cards. Is this good? And apparently I, I pulled or we we pulled two like $30 cards. Jeez. Uh, one of them is like an ultra rare. It's this ape Pokemon. But here's a little something fun I found. <clears throat> when you buy a pack of the Pokemon trading card game boosters or anything, they come with a little code that you oh, can yeah. upload into the Pokemon trading card game for PC. Yep. Now I, I have a I took- shitload of those. I took all those codes, and I also took the codes one of my kids have been had been uh, uh, collecting, but we didn't know what to use it for. And I used them all on my own Pokemon trading card game <laughs> on PC. So now I've got a shit ton of boosters to open uh, via the game, and I'll probably do it on some sort of like streaming service, whether Dude. that be Glimish or Twitch. Dude, like let's 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 play some Pokemon trading card game. I have that shit on my my desktop too. I am down for that. I feel like it's just. Like Yu-Gi-Oh is fun. I like collecting it, but I read some of the cards and the specifics on these cards and I go, wow, that's a lot of words I don't know. <laughs> what is that? Dark Magician Girl? Is, a is, big ass Dark <clears throat> Magician Girl. But uh, I am but very much- I also have Pokemon cards that I've hey, just never opened. Those are the, the ones from the McDonald's ones. pack. There, yep. I, there's a uh, the holographic happy. Bulbasaur in there worth like 20 bucks. Dude, my kid pulled that the other day. He got a holographic Bulbasaur. We've Bro, got two Justin. of those. Justin's daughter has pulled two fucking hollow Pikachus from that. You know how much each of those are worth? How much? Like, like 35 bucks. 50, no, like 50. Damn. <laughs> and she pulled two of them. Let me ask you a question. These cards, do they get, do their, does their value go up with time? Now, I um, listen, the reason why I ask this is because obviously the holographic Charizards, yes, but I've never heard of a card like the holographic Charizard, the original one that, is cost so much for people like, oh, that card goes up in price, you know? The first edition stuff so, is is always holds its value and goes up, but true. it, it kind of depends on series sets, especially in Pokemon. And like, Yu-Gi-Oh! <clears throat> Yu-Gi-Oh! is the same way, and same thing with Magic the Gathering, but you want to you sell it while the set is still active. Like, that, that's kind of how I would look at it. Like, if you're going to... If you're going to keep it, keep it, but if you're going to sell it, sell it while the set is still in rotation. So... now. Go There's ahead, Tom, a sorry. few things that are different uh, because Pokemon and uh, Magic have a rotation. Right. Yu-Gi-Oh does not. The cards from Starter Deck Yugi from 2002, I can use now. <clears throat> so some of those like hold, I'm not going to say more of a value than like Magic or Pokemon, but I would say they like hold a more steady value because of that. Yeah. Um. Now, since COVID hit, and I, this has impacted like all trading cards, the bubble yeah. just burst. Yeah, everything went. Boom. Singles skyrocketed, dude. Like, and I'm not talking about like skyrocketed and then went down. I mean, it's still just going up a year later. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the card, like, I was texting you, you were asking about Dual Devastator set. Yeah. And I mentioned Ash Blossom in that set is a, like a $15 card out of a $30 box. One card is half of the money of that box. So, that card before the pandemic <clears throat> was $7. Yeah. More than doubled. That's crazy. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that have that has done that. So it all depends. I will say this. 
the Pokemon trading card game definitely seems like the easiest game to play. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Playing Yu-Gi-Oh! intimidates me to no end because there are just so many... Like, some of those cards have, like... It's like a 500-word essay on that on that card. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> Pokemon can be pretty... You could have some pretty interesting deck compositions, though, in Pokemon. But you're right. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Take, definitely takes up the strategy a notch. And then... It, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. Like the combination of the, the two of those card games is Magic the Gathering. Like, yeah. so it, it kind of takes. There's elements from both that are within Magic, in my opinion. I think, uh, Magic is easier to learn, but Yu-Gi-Oh is easier to master. If that makes sense. Because <laughs> you guys are speaking Chinese to me, guys. I don't understand a single thing. You're saying, you're saying, uh, Ni Hao, George is saying nine, and I don't know what's happening here. The entry to magic is much easier. Than I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, though, seeing you guys open Yu Gi Oh cards makes me want to get into it. Like, it's not even, it, it's bad. Like, I, I've always <laughs> been a sucker for card games, too, and it's yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah, um, it's, it sucked me in. Like, I'm, I'm, I enjoy opening. I I think it's more the opening and seeing the cool cards. Like, was it Yu-Gi-Oh's got some really cool cards? What was it, Tommy? The one I sent you today is Toad on Toad or whatever. Totally like, awesome. Yeah, it's just a Toad on a Toad. I love and that I was name, like, by the way, totally what? awesome. I know, I know, but I love the 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 actual like picture. Just a uh huh. One small, like a smaller toad on a bigger toad. It's just totally awesome. And I'm like, that's it. Sounds like a dad joke. <laughs> and then the trap tricks with the lore behind them. Yeah, the trap tricks were they're lolly traps, right? Yeah, which is great. And those cards are cool as fuck too. Yeah, it's so cool. I'm just in it for these traps. <laughs> Anyways, let's hop, into some, let's, let's hop into some topics. Uh, let's do it. Okay, topic one. We got E3 and San Diego Comic-Con have canceled their in-person events for 2021. Is this the right call or a little premature? Can I start? Sure. I honestly, I, as much as I would love these these events to return, I honestly didn't think any of these events would return till like 2022, just based off of they probably would rather wait until everybody's vaccinated or a good chunk of the people who actually want to get vaccinated are vaccinated. And I feel like sure. that's the right call to not get people virtual or vir virtual signaling virtue signaling them. It's just kind of one of those scenes where I, I, as much as I would love TwitchCon to return because it really sucked not going last year, I, I did not expect TwitchCon to happen this year, nor do I expect any other convention to. Um, I'm bummed out. It sucks. I think it's the right call. I, I not just because like the pandemic, but I think they're reading into like public perception really well at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think it, 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 as much as it sucks, I think it makes sense. Like, like I said, I didn't think any of these scenes would return till at least 2022 and, you know, E3 Comic-Con, you know, they, they really went heavy on the virtual, you know, on, on doing all well, the, E3 online. didn't do anything last year. Unlike this year, they're doing digital, but I think it's smart. I think it's smart. You know what? And, and I honestly think that it's probably going to really mess up the way conventions where we learn a lot of information about our favorite movies or favorite games, stuff like that are done from now on, because if they can just do the same amount of numbers online that they would do at that end online, then what's the point of them spending the money if they can just throw a Nintendo style direct out or a PlayStation 
Direct. I can't remember what it's called, or a Microsoft, a Microsoft uh, Direct. You know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you mind if I go next, George, on that? No, by all means. Okay, cool. So I think that I don't think that these are necessarily premature, which <clears throat> is probably my fault for wording it that way since I handled this. But I will say that uh, with this coming out, this news coming out like a day after President Biden said, hey, we're actually on track to be able to vaccinate everybody by May. Well, both of these happen <clears throat> in the summer. I I do think it's the right call like yeah. for a couple reasons. One, production could go horribly wrong. These numbers could be off. Uh, two, they have to rent these uh, convention uh, centers really early in advance and pay a lot of money. Yeah. And I think that uh, Comic-Con, for example, did a really good job last year of digital. And the DC fandom I was did gonna, a really good I was job. Say, I digital. really, really liked what DC did. The fandom, yeah. was, I thought, was really well done. Now, do I think that stuff like that is sustainable for conventions to last, like, going forward? Absolutely not. People want to go to conventions. I want to go to conventions. Yeah. I don't think that it'll be 2022 when we, like, go back. I think it, I do think we will have TwitchCon this year. I I, really, truly do. I I don't, I I honestly think that a lot of those, a lot of, like, especially Twitch, Mm -hmm. I honestly don't, Twitch is so reliant on public opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I really think that, that they won't do a TwitchCon. I think they'll try to do something digital. Uh, since I, I can't remember if they did anything last year digitally, but they announced there was no TwitchCon like a month before TwitchCon was supposed yeah. to happen. Everyone so, was like, where's the announcement? So, the so thing- what I think, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, George. I was going to say the thing is, is like from running a business standpoint, it makes more sense to be more like Anthony said, perceptive to what the, the public is concerned about. And they're concerned about this disease spreading. I so, agree. So by not doing it in a physical form and having a virtual event only it makes a hell of a lot more sense and it's a lot more cost effective 100 correct and i don't i don't disagree with it i think i think that it's right i think that's a smart call right yeah, now i'd agree the, the reason i think twitchcon could happen is that in twitchcon is normally in like late august early september it's like the second no it's late september so usually like september September 20th to like the 25th is when it happens yeah so late september by then hopefully and again i'm no scientist everybody so take what i'm saying with a grain of salt hopefully by then everything's back to normal and what i expect from twitch and like other conventions going forward for a while is probably closer to half capacity and still having a digital option as well. Yeah. Of like, you can watch all of these conferences, you can buy the digital ticket, you can still experience the stuff, order the merch, all that. You just don't have to go in person. But half the amount of people can go in person. Yeah. Can I say... That's what I expect. Can I say one more thing on it? Yeah. One other reason why why I believe that none of those will come is I think a lot of those companies want to see what the the rate of of, of catching coronavirus or COVID nineteen is after vaccination happens. 
For um, sure. I think they want to see if it, if it's a decline and ends up being more like a flu every year, yeah. as opposed. I I just that that was that that's like kind of my reasoning on why we're not going to see them this year is because <laughs> a lot of, a lot of those companies that do that, whether it be Twitch, whether it be you know E three or whether it be Comic Con, I think they probably want to see numbers on that. So that way, if they do do their event, they're not blamed for a rapid growth of that virus in that specific yeah, area for sure and i <clears throat> i see that and i i think you're right i think a hundred percent right i just think that it's more of like i'm a little more optimistic on it oh i know i i want them to happen don't get me wrong like mm-hmm. like as as much as i know the public wouldn't like i would love to go to Tw- twitch on this like, year i was talking with justin earlier today and i was like man once things are back to normal, I'm going to a fucking movie theater and I'm just watching every show back to showing back to back to back. I don't give a fuck if it's a movie I don't care about. Back to back. I'm <laughs> you, watching. You know, you know what I want to do? I, I want to go to a bar and order an appetizer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just sit there and, and hang out for like an hour and a half and have some beers and stuff. Like, yeah, damn, yeah. dude. Like, like I, I just think about how, how we chilled at that one bar, Anthony, with, with that razor invite. Yeah, that was. And, I was telling someone about that the other that day. The bartender was so stoked. He's just like, "Oh my god, you guys want old fashions? You guys are fucking classy as shit." Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "I don't think I don't think we're allowed to make them, but I'm doing it anyways because I love to make them." <laughs> yeah, we we were sitting there drinking for free. It was great. It was a good time. George, George I, I know you've kind of given us some thoughts on it, but what are your? You got any further thoughts on on this? Like, what what you think? Give us your deep dive thoughts. Okay, deep dive thought down the road. George see, just says, fuck them kids. <laughs> I, I, I see this going one of two ways, honestly. Um, scenario A, which is possible, far more likely, is exactly what Tommy said. And in an optimistic world, we'll get back to normal and things will be fine. Um, there's another part of me that might think to myself, well, the cost of doing a digital event is much lower than a physical one. Yeah. And this might be more lucrative but the money gained from a physical is much more than a digital too. Are we talking about like uh, merch stuff like that? Well, I don't know. Ticket sales, it, it, all that. Comic Con last year, you but, could see but, every but, single panel for free. But I'm thinking to myself, post pandemic, are people going to mind if TwitchCon is a digital event that you get to order your T-shirt through an online store? I'm not too sure if they're going to care. Um, that's why and, I think we're going to have hybrids. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to. I think we're going to end up in this weird gray area too, where you're going to have the, the a little bit of a sense of both. But agreed. I do know this: it's going to take one to do it and take the backlash. And I'm going to use the UFC as an. I was example. about to say the UFC yeah. did that exactly. Uh, it's going to take one to just do it. Now, obviously, a TwitchCon, a Comic Con, any three wouldn't be able to do it like. The UFC would, but I'm using them just broadly with broad strokes because UFC said, we're still doing fights and everybody gave them shit. And then what happened? Every other sports organization copied their model. I was going to say, the NBA deadass copied their model yeah. with the bubble. Um, The only one I would say who fell at it relentlessly would be the NFL. The MLB fucked it up too. Well, oh, what? Oh, yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I, I would say I would say the, the NBA was the one who, who probably – uh, did it the best after the UFC. For sure. I felt like it was the most solid thing you could have done. Uh, oh, look at that cat. Look at the kitties. 
Dude, I've noticed that cat this whole recording. Like, it's been behind George. I'm like, this <laughs> isn't is the he best. the most sophisticated, handsome boy ever? The cat. So, we know you can't see this, you? but this cat is in a bow tie. Everybody, <laughs> it is amazing. So, George, what I need you to do is send Anthony a picture of that cat in a fucking bow tie, and that needs to be the thumbnail for this fucking podcast. I will. Will do. <laughs> I, I like that. All right, top of the topic number two. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not as versed on this. Other than this, so my opinion is probably going to be maybe broad and not as not as in depth as your guys's. But Harry Potter Hogwarts legacy lead designer Troy Levitt quit Avalanche Studios and WB after the internet uncovered his personal YouTube channel with anti-feminism and pro gamer gate videos. Could WB just not handle any more bad press for Harry Potter? And was this the right move? So I'll start off with this one since I know about this. Yeah. Um. I think that for starters, hundred percent, the right move. Okay. Uh, I think the only thing that's wrong about it is I think WB should have just fired him. And I hate, I absolutely fucking hate like just saying, Oh yeah, someone's canceled or whatever. Like, cause then it just becomes weaponized and out of nowhere and overdrawn. But when you're posting videos and shit about like being like anti-feminist and like supporting Gamergate stuff, like we can't be having that at all. Like, come on. It's basic fucking decency. Yeah, it's it, <laughs> he kind of dug himself in that hole, right? With the JK rolling bullshit. WB literally could not afford another controversy and they got it. Am <laughs> I still going to play Hogwarts legacy? Absolutely. fucking lootly. I love Harry Potter. Hogwarts legacy is made by way more than just this one person. It's the same stance I had on borderlands three with Randy Pitchford. Randy Pitchford is garbage, but <laughs> a lot more people made borderlands three than just Randy Pitchford. He's a trash man. I'm a trash man. Way more people. <laughs> are making Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy than him. Hell, yeah. he quit. And J.K. Rowling is not involved in Hogwarts Legacy. Is she profit Before you message me about it, yeah, I know, she's profiting on it. She owns the rights, whatever. She owns, still okay. owns the IP. That's fine. Yeah, she's a shit person. I understand that. <laughs> I also grew up with Harry Potter. Give me a break. Please let me enjoy this. Let me have this one thing. <laughs> like if she was writing a book, I'd be like, okay, yeah, th that's a that's a rough sell. But she's not writing it. Okay, but like you know, in contrast, just this week we had people trying to cancel Doctor Seuss. Yeah, like that one. I didn't really pay much attention to because for one. I am a 28-year-old man. I'm not about to read fucking Dr. Seuss. I got kids. <laughs> I read that shit on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> Two, it's six books out of what? Like, a hundred? Kind of what I, I was don't thinking, give like, a fuck. Cares? Like, <laughs> so what, what, I, what, what, what I found very interesting this week was when, uh, I don't know if you heard about the, that those Gen Z kids that were upset about Eminem. Mm -hmm. And his lyrics. Did you guys hear about that? Oh, Christ. Times change, people. Wording changes. 
Man, not yeah. only that, but they were upset about that that song that him and Rihanna did, and I cannot forgive me for not remembering the, the really. But that one, I'm like, man, that's that's the one you all motherfuckers that's got upset the about. One, I that's mean, I the can, one that got you tilted. I could quote Shit. a line from one of his songs right now that would cancel us. Like, <laughs> right? are you kidding me? The Rihanna, I could quote like four of them. Yeah, like wow, that's what like, I'm saying, dude. It was like, why so, is everybody what? My my last take on the Hogwarts legacy thing, and then I'll pass it over to you guys. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm derailing this shit. Back. Oh no, you're good. You're hundred percent good. <laughs> like it, it's a great like chat, bro. It for me, this is the same thing as I feel about Gina Carano, because I had been very open when she like joined the Mandalorian. I was like, she comes from MMA. That's my world. I wanted to see her succeed, and then she started posting a bunch of shit. Like, we can't have that. Yes, you have your right to post whatever the fuck you want on whatever fucking platform. That does not mean you don't have the consequences behind it. Unless you sign a social media clause. I mean, true. Anthony, you should look into that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> I can't help that, but I'm just so fucking dummy thick. <laughs> um, But yeah, like... There's consequences for your actions, and I just killed George, everybody. George is dead. Uh, this is going to a two-man podcast. His, it was Anthony with his dummy thick comment. You just can't say shit or do shit and not expect a public reaction. That's not being censored. That's I being agree. called out on bullshit. This is like People calling this guy out on his bullshit, and I'm all for it. So, so let me go team. because my George, you sound like you've got some uh, some thoughts on it. So let me go since since I know the least. Uh, cool. I think that if he was, it was probably the right move. Like you said, this game can't handle another controversy. Is it on the same level as J.K. Rowling? I don't think so. Was it a a, a good move for the game? Yes. Will I buy this game? I don't know a whole lot about it yet. Like I haven't really looked into it. If it ends up being something that that interests me, then yeah, I'll, I'll probably try it out. Um, but I thought it was a bit of a non-issue. Just for my world, I know it's an issue for other people, and I'm not trying to like take that away from them. I'm just saying in in my little corner of the universe, I just was like, I don't really know much about it. It is what it is. It goes either way. I don't really care. It's but, one of those like you weren't informed. You didn't really give it a second thought. Yeah, I saw the the kind of funny Reddit to kind of talk about it. And I was just like, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care because I love the uh, I love the franchise. I just, I mean, if that game ends up being like the division in Harry Potter, then I'm in. You know, mm -hmm. but I don't know what it's gonna be. Just a bunch I, of wizards with assault rifles. Yeah, just uh, you've got different wand styles. You've got the assault <laughs> wand. You've got the SMG wand. Wingardium Levian Leva Glock. <laughs> what was it? Wingardium Leva Glocksa. <laughs> it's Leviosa, not Levio Glock. All right, George, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, they definitely made the right call getting rid of him. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the, 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 I don't think the franchise, like you guys said, the franchise couldn't afford more drama. And yeah, uh, yeah. 
cut, cut, cut it away, get get as far away as you can from it. Am I going to buy the game? Absolutely not. Um, but <laughs> I understand the business theory behind this, and unfortunately, when you're tied to big IPs like this, you got to expect that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That being said, Warner Brothers, please, if you are listening to this, can we please get a uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child movie? That's all I want right now. I want that. You're like, please. give it to me right now, please. They're all old. Want. They're all old enough too, where they could look older now without all that makeup. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't need any CGI or anything, really. Like, <clears throat> go for it. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let's hop so, in that sweet nasty outro. Overall, we all, all think it was a good choice for him to not be there. Yeah, yeah. And I, no, I, you're good. If it was an issue, then then yeah, it it's probably best for the game and the developer. Not even WB. Sure. WB is going to be fine, y'all. Yeah, either way. WB is going to be fine. I would say it was more, it, it was probably the best thing to happen for the actual, like. It was the best thing for Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. I would sure. say Avalanche gains more out of that than WB does, so. For sure. All right. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast and the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbirdsnerds. You can donate to us for the support this podcast button. Hit it. Don't quit it. Next up, find us at patreon.com slash dadsbeardsnerds. We can sub to the Patreon. There's a bunch of tiers. We're not trying to break your bank, but we're trying to get you to help support us in whatever way you can. Head on over there. Next, find us on all social medias at dadsbeardsnerds. And lastly, if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find the link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. So next Join time... the Discord and play Valheim with George. Yeah, play Valheim yeah. with George. Come play Valheim with me. I'd love it. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Anthony. And I'm George. And I'm Tommy. Have a good night.